your state. This is your girl, Marette Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. that God is better than the world's best thing. God is better than the best thing that the world has to offer. Magnify, magnify, lift it on high. 
Spin a Spotify to qualify a spot on his side. I cannot modify, ratify. My mama made me apple pies, lullabies, and alibis. The book don't end with Malachi. Devil will win employee of the month by the dozen to one scoring three years from the third when he doesn't. My village raised him a child, come through the crib and it's busting. You meet anyone from my city, they gon' say that we cousins. Shabak, Barack, edify. Electrify the enemy like Hedwig till he petrified. Any petty Peter Petter group could get the pesticide. 79th, 79th. I don't believe in science. I believe in signs. Don't believe in signing. I see dollar signs. Color white, collar crime. Good God, the gift of freedom. Hosanna Santa invoked and woke up slaves from Southampton to Chatham Manor. My dream girls behind me feel like I'm James Early. The type of worship make Jesus come back a day early. With the faith of a pumpkin seed, size mustard seed here. For I will speak noble things as they trust in me. Only righteous, I might just shrug at the skullduggery. I couldn't stand to see another rapper lose custody. Exalt, exalt, glorify. Descend upon the earth with swords and fortify the borders where your shortest lies. I used to hide from God. Duck down in the slums like shh. I was lost in the jungle like Simba after the death of Mufasa. No hog, no meerkat. Akuna Matata by day, but I spent my nighttime fighting tears back. I prayed and prayed and left messages, but never got no hair back. Or so it seemed. A mustard seed was all I needed to sow a dream. I build the ark to gently, gently roll my boat down Noah's stream. Sometimes the path I took to reach my petty goals was so extreme. I was so far down in the mud, couldn't even let my light shine. But she was always there when I needed to phone a friend or use a lifeline. From a lofty height, we wage war on the poltergeist with the exalted Christ. Spark the dark with a pulse of light Strike a corpse with a pulse of life I spit on the title as tidal waves I spit on the apple and kill a worm A fire in Cali and swallow a valley For every African village burn J-Elect would have never made it Old son of man, old son of man Who was the angel in Revelations With a foot on water and a foot on land Who was the angel that rode a Harley From the project to the house of parliament And opened the book in the devil's chamber And put the true name of the Lord on it Old Jerusalem, New Jerusalem Come strike this beast with a ball of fire They poisoned the scriptures And gave us the pictures of false messiahs It was all a lie Mystery Babylon, tell down, Satan's establishment crumbling down. This is the year that I come for the crown. Bury my enemies under the ground. All right, all right. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So, uh, tonight I definitely have some fashion news, some, um, Black-owned news, some more Black history stuff. It's going to be a good show. Prayerfully, you guys have had a wonderful and enlightening Black History Month. We are going to end it off right. Um, First up, COVID and the pandemic got one of our favorites. Becca Cosmetics is going out of business. And somebody needs to come and pick me up off of the floor. I will talk to you about that, what that means for the brand, um, you know, how COVID continues to affect, you know, again, some of our favorite brands. We have seen that in our own communities, but I definitely think that, um, you know, <clears throat> it's one thing to r- relate it to um, brands that we know and patronize and really understand that um, these are these are different times that we're in. Um, also, apparently TikTok teens the uh the the generation z over there they're on the tiktok saying that skinny jeans are out i'm shocked appalled and i don't know how to feel about this news but i will let you know about some fashion trends that are um you know kind of coming on the rise i guess in place of that 
But one thing that I will say is wear what you want to wear. Um, all of the things that were deemed out old and vintage have, you know, begun to resurface so it is what it is and it's going to be what it's going to be i'll also be talking about some online shopping platforms that will make your shopping experience a lot easier i'll also be continuing on with um the black beauty visionaires and entrepreneurs that i've been doing for the past two weeks just to kind of continue giving you some information about um some black people who are really shaking up the beauty game and continue to do so i'll also be sharing some black owned etsy shops if anybody's not familiar etsy is um a small business owned uh marketplace so really think of it as an apothecary where you can get pretty much every and anything but a lot of the shop owners are you know small business owners a lot of the things are handmade these are people who again put their blood sweat and tears into everything that they do um and etsy is really a place where i go to find unique and unfamiliar pieces, clothing, um, just pretty much anything that you can find you can get on Etsy so I'll be sharing some black owned shops um some DIY winter beauty tips so um I was joking about this the other day because you know one of the things that I've found as we kind of move out of um the the dead of the winter season is that we've had like we've had a real winter this year right like we've had a real winter we haven't had a real winter in a couple of years we definitely got spoiled the past couple of years where it's been a lot more rainy than than snow or you know we've just had very unseasonably warm days um and this year we, we it was winter like we had a couple of you know heavier snowstorms we had um really frigid temperatures we had the black ice like we, it was winter like it was serious you know so much so that you know even our friends in in Texas got a couple of inches and did not know what to do um, so I'll be talking about some DIY winter beauty tips as well as some health and wellness black owned fitness studios that are currently holding virtual classes so you know this is one of the things that I definitely try to get into because I was um Right after I gave birth, maybe about, you know, like the six to eight weeks that they tell you to wait. I can't say that I did that whole time, but I returned to the gym for a little while as the COVID numbers seemed to be um, at a promising decrease. But then when the numbers went back up, I was like, no, nah, that's it. I'm not going to the gym because I don't know if you guys know, but you find some of the nastiest people at the gym. Okay. Like. Bob left his bucket of sweat over here on the free weights, did not wipe anything off, and just went about his day with not a care in the world. And I saw that one too many times, and I stopped going to the gym. Um, so I really got more into doing the YouTube classes, doing, you know, like the 30-minute cardios that are pre-recorded. So virtual classes definitely have been my bread and butter. So I'll tell you about that as well. Um, Vanessa Williams. Uh, spoke a little bit about her journey um, when she won Miss America, um, stating colorist comments from black people when I won were hurtful. Um, so she spoke a little bit about that journey and um, how she kind of weathered the storm um, that, you know, was kind of led, unfortunately, by the black community. And that just kind of, you know, brings me a little bit to a conversation about how we 
we can be our 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 own worst uh our own worst enemies um and last but not least i'll be talking about miss lupita nyango um if you were here with me maybe i think it was about two years ago i had done just like this comprehensive list of um storybooks you know things like that that covered like black characters so that was you know um talking about colorism that was talking about disabilities that was just talking about different things that might affect children but the characters looked like little black girls and boys so Lupita Nyong'o has uh, a book called Suwe and this is about um, a young African girl who you know is just kind of coming into her own and the book is now getting ready to be turned into a film uh, so it's a really cute book it's a really fantastic you know personification of um, a little black girl and I think you know that it, it continues to be important I, I think about this book and I um related to that of hair love that was you know super big last year and went on to win you know awards and lots of recognition um and i think that you know it's fantastic to continue to see this representation for black people for little black girls and boys and we gotta keep it going so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 make sure you get all bundled up get ready to get into our show tonight thanks to the water walking warrior for continuing on our sunday night lineup and we are continuing on here at faith and fashion 360 so get into some music and we'll be right back Ooh, 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 yeah. And I, you're gonna 
Right now, right now. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So first up, I have some fashion beauty news that is not the best. Um, beloved makeup brand Becca Cosmetics is going out of business. They're best known over the last two decades for their industry-influencing highlighters. Um, they announced that they will be shutting down in September 2021. The pandemic made the last year a precarious one for many industries, beauty included. While some sectors understandably suffered, others thrived. Salons and spas were forced to close at least temporarily, with some never reopening. Plastic surgeons, however, saw an increase in requests for procedures. Some entrepreneurs saw it as a good time to launch a beauty brand, while others had no choice but to go out of business. On Wednesday, Becca posted a message to its Instagram grid, reading an important message to our Becca beauties, glowing with gratitude. You're all our Becca family, part of this beautiful community that supports us and shares our values. It's because of our love for each of you that we are sharing with you now some very important news about the closing of our brand in September 2021. The global pandemic has had an impact on everyone around the world on many levels. It has also had a tremendous impact on so many businesses. At Becca, an accumulation of challenges together with the global impact of COVID-19 has sadly been more than our business can withstand, and we have had to make the heartbreaking decision to close down the Becca brand at the end of September 2021. Despite the sad news, the caption goes on with an uplifting tone. We believe in you, and we believe that the beauty inside you is the light that you share with the world. We are confident that the spirit of Becca will continue to live on through all of you. Please keep illuminating your true selves, light your own paths, and push your limits. Share positivity and light the way for others as you make an impact on this world. Own your lights on your own terms. I'm just sad. I'm just so sad. Becca Cosmetics is... It's like one of those brands that, um, I'm just, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and I think that, again, this just really kind of emphasizes the impact that the pandemic is having on our economy throughout all industries. Like, it's just been such a crazy thing to see. Um, you know, I know people spoke about the, you know, the, the Great Depression and things like that, but I, it's just, it's real out here. It is real out here. And, you know, a lot of businesses have hemorrhaged. Like, a lot of businesses have suffered, and a lot of them are not in a position to bounce back. So, you know, you, you have the, you know, you have the businesses like the Amazons, 
like the Walmarts, like the plastic surgeons, as the article was kind of um, referring to, that have seen an influx in in business. And I can say for myself, like Amazon has been, um, Amazon has definitely been something that I utilize more often than not, right? Because I don't go out a lot. I don't really go anywhere. And they have made themselves so accessible to the point where I could get, I could order something today and get it tomorrow, you know, and it, and it really is not accruing an extra cost or inconvenience to me. So, you know, you have um, businesses that have kind of adopted a model that have allowed them to continue to thrive. Um, the the door dashes, the Instacarts. If anybody doesn't know what Instacart is, I used to do Instacart just to kind of like make a little bit of extra money. But Instacart is basically um, a shop delivery service. So basically, what you do is you pick you you pick your store. Like, let's use Shoprite for example. You you know, do all of your shopping, you put all of your stuff into your cart, there will literally be a person who goes to ShopRite, goes throughout the the store, shops for all of your groceries for you, and delivers them to your house. And I complain about it because I had I have actually been on either side of it where I've been the shopper and I've also been the customer. And certain circumstances force you to, you know, kind of have to use these services for for convenience, for safety or whatever. And you look and it's like, I only got $20 worth of groceries, but I'm finna spend $55 because of the convenience of the situation. Same thing with DoorDash, same thing with Grubhub, and they get you. They get you because they know that th- that we are kind of in trying times. You don't necessarily have a choice and they are there to make things a little bit easier for you. And, you know, a lot of businesses have not been able to adapt that model in the way that other businesses have been able to do that. Um, the beauty business, I definitely think, has um, suffered tremendously. I know, you know, makeup artists, I know hairstylists who kind of work on um, either a revolving basis, so their clientele comes in every two, three weeks. <clears throat> Same thing with, you know, like my nail tech um, and makeup artists who just kind of work um, based on word of mouth or just the, just the lay of the land of what they do. I do makeup, so I have to be, you know, really into someone's space. So there's absolutely no room for that with COVID. So you have people who have definitely been, um, suffering a little bit more than others. You know, you have the small businesses that, depending from from state to state and their restrictions who are not allowed to open um but may have adapted a you know food delivery service or something like that so it's really caused a lot of businesses to have to be creative in providing a solution to what we're dealing with and what is happening so i'm so i am just really 
So sad to hear that um, because Becca Cosmetics is definitely a really good, um, effective brand that I definitely loved to use. Um, and it's just, it's real out here in these pandemic streets. Um, so you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'm going to be talking about some online shopping platforms that are going to make your shopping experience a little bit easier. I just spoke about Amazon, but these ones are more so uh, for fashion, um, influencing, um, and just getting kind of, you know, products that you know and love around your home. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Teach me how to love you Show me how to trust you More than with my words or with a song No, it's not been easy to live life down on my knees, but with faith I know I'll carry on. There is more to see than with my eyes, but fear sometimes can
And you're listening to WFNK Radio, Northeast Pennsylvania's premier urban radio station. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So adding things to your cart way before the pandemic hit have done, um, it's like this cathartic experience. Like e-commerce is fantastic for me. I've always spoken here about the fact that I am not... I'm not like an in-store person. I've never been an in-store person. It makes me anxious. It makes me frustrated. I can't deal with people, their mannerisms, the fact that people are rude about milk, toilet paper, and shoes. Like, it's just ridiculous to me. Um, just, Just that whole experience is just a lot. If I go food shopping once a month or what I usually do now, I have a BJ's card. So, like, I order the stuff. And then I just go pick it up and they don't charge me any extra money. Like, I just don't, I don't like seeing it in lines. I don't like talking like it. And, and literally this was me pre COVID. So I'm not even sure what I'm going to be like when the world opens back up, but e-commerce is just so fantastic for me. So I'm going to be sharing, um, some shopping platforms that are going to help your e-commerce experience. Um, you know, and I think that this really is just kind of the way that our platform is moving, the way that, you know, the landscape of shopping and doing multiple things is moving. Um, you know, you have a lot of entrepreneurs turning to the Etsy's and the Shopify's. You have a lot of, um, you know, ebook platforms, you have the the Zoom meetings, the Google Meets, like, you know, the, the, the technological age is really on an uptick and, and being effective at that. Um, so there are a couple of platforms promising to make the online shopping experience more streamlined, personal, and effective at filling the void of mall nostalgia growing in our hearts. Um, each of them caters to different needs and different shoppers, but at their core, these digital platforms have one unified goal to find a way forward for the industry. Um, so I'm going to be talking about three of them. They're called the Yes the Lobby, and Fast AF. So first up here, we have the Yes. Founded by former Stitch Fix COO Julie Bornstein and Google and Groupon alum Amit Argawal, the Yes is a hyper-personalized shopping app that uses an algorithm to give you product suggestions based on a simple yes or no answer. Would you wear culottes, maxi dresses, rib knit tops? The more you tap, the more the algorithm learns about your taste and budget and the more curated your recommendations become. The app's single tap feature is fast and intuitive. Imagine Instagram uh, with the swipe right feature of Tinder, if anybody is familiar. 
The platform lets you shop from over 150 brands ranging from mass retailers like Everlane, Zara, and Madewell to luxury designers like Kate, Prada, and Gami. Fashion industry veteran and the Yes creative director says the app is more interactive, fun, and personal than anything else out there. You see the stuff that is relevant for you. It becomes addictive. Plus, the products you see, yes, are automatically saved in your Yes list, which you can share with friends, and you get notified when items go on sale or come back in stock. Your feed ends up looking like your dream wardrobe with product suggestions that are all in your size and new brands to widen your circle. Everything the app thinks isn't right for you, meaning not your size or style, gets pushed to the bottom so you don't have to bother with it. That is amazing. And I think it, um, they also said it works effectively as the middleman connecting big and small brands to online shoppers from all over the country. It doesn't carry any inventory and the brands pay a small commission to the Yes for each sale made on the app. There's no hidden fees and the Yes covers the cost of shipping and returns in addition to troubleshooting any delivery issues. That is fantastic. That is fan freaking tastic. Uh, so again, like think of um, Instagram and Tinder having like a love child. If anybody doesn't know what Tinder is, and I'm only familiar because, you know, I'm into the technology, not because I've been using it. It's a dating app where you literally just kind of see a picture. And, and I, I kind of think it's ridiculous, but thank God for marriage and that I didn't have to go through that. But it literally, they show you a picture, you swipe. Is it right? I think swipe right for yes and left for no. So you you just get kind of an at-glance picture of someone and you decide whether or not you are interested in moving forward and having conversations with them. Um, so this one is super interesting because I think that um, a lot of the times when you're, when you're shopping, you wind up doing so much perusing that you forget what you're there for, you get frustrated, or you just go down this rabbit hole of things that you don't need. Um, so I think that this one is really good at streamlining the things that are going to work for you as far as size, as far as what you like, is what you do and you do and do not like. Um I I look at this one and I also think of like a Netflix. Um, I was actually having an argument with my husband the other day. On Netflix, they also do something similar to this based on the things that you watch. And they also have the option now, which it's not like brand new. It's been around for a minute, but it's a newer feature where if you watch a title, like if you watch a show, you watch a movie, there is... Um, there's an option where you can thumbs up or thumbs down the title so that they can better curate things that they think you'll like. My issue with this is there is the option to, and this is just me like complaining, but there's the option to create multiple profiles on Netflix, right? I have my profile. My husband has his profile and he insists on using my profile. 
And my husband watches a lot of anime, which I do not. So in a lot of my suggestions, we got like all of this anime and just stuff I don't watch. I'm like, I can't even find anything I actually like. Netflix thinks that it is 85% uh, a match for me to watch this new anime title that I don't care about because you won't go use your own profile. Um, but, you know, I think that it's, you know, similar to to, to that. Um, the next up here is The Lobby. For those who missed the thrill of a Sending mall escalators to a bevy of brightly lit stores with fellow mall rats, the lobby allows you to shop with your favorite influencers. Part discovery platform, part shopping website, the lobby taps influencers like Harling Ross, Claire Moss, and Cecilia Peering to create short format videos where they review the fit, materials, quality, and styling of the clothes and accessories likely all over your Instagram feed. The lobby's head of business development curates the designers and describes the online platform as a shoppable TikTok. You can buy everything off its website where it's stock of um of mix of direct-to-consumer brands like Ray and Girlfriend Collective, as well as buzzy Instagram labels like House of Sunny. The product range is limited, and you'll only really find the hero items each brand is known for touting at the moment. Uh also noteworthy is the lobby's 14-day try-on period. You pay only for what you keep, so you don't have to hold on to an impulse buy if you're not fully sold on it. If you love discovering new brands, learning about new products you see in your Instagram feed, the lobby is definitely for you. At a time when human connection is more dreamt about than experience, these intimate influencer videos will make you feel as if you're shopping with a friend and trying things on together in the dressing room. Mm. So I think this one is really like more so um, an emotional connection, right? Because for for a lot of people, again, not me, um, but for a lot of people, the joy that they get with shopping is going with someone else and be like, hey, does this look good? Like, does, is this flattering to my figure? Do you think I should buy this? Maybe we should get two and twin one day. So, you know, a lot of people, we're, we're not getting that. We're not getting that anymore because the mall is closed. Um, everything is on pause. Where are you going? And, um, you know, this allows for you to feel like you're getting that connection with someone else, which, again, for a lot of people is so important. Like these these social interactions that we're missing, even the smallest ways that we can do that are, are just so important. So I feel like, you know, this is the, that feature in this app is not something to be slept on for sure. Um, you know, one of the other things that I like that they do is, you know, them kind of trying it on. I, and, and this might be contradictory. The fact that I'm a big online shopper, I like to see how things move and feel. And a lot of what brands do now, like the other day I was going through the Pretty Little Things website and they actually have it where um, the model is moving in a piece of clothing. So they'll have a live try on video. So with the, with the pants, so you get to see a little bit more of the feel. You get to see if it moves with the body, if it stretches, if it's a, a leather slash polyester and get to see what, what it does. Um, and last but not least, fast AF. When you think of a two hour delivery window, it usually, um, is takeout that comes to mind. Um, but for those who can't live a day without specialty goods, fast AF is answering the call by partnering 
partnering with cult favorite brands and stocking their goods into uh, micro-fulfillment centers in major cities, Fast AF is truly living up to its name and bringing premium goods to your doorstep in less than two hours. Lee Hentika, co-founder of Fast AF, says the app is great for shoppers who value quality, discovery, and curation says that he looks to partner with brands that are changing culture, trend forward, customer obsessed, and actively adapting to our world, new normal. I hate to say that. The brands he's talking about run the gamut from beauty and fashion to food, fitness, and beverages, including names like Aesop and Bala. Fast AF has a small delivery range and currently operates only in New York and LA. So unless you live in those two cities, the best the app can do for you is deliver a loved one, a gift that actually arrives on time. Um, so, you know, definitely check out those three apps. I think, you know, again, um, although I don't like to say the new normal for what we are currently, uh, dealing with, I think that, you know, really opening ourselves up to new ways of, of doing things and being safe as we navigate these COVID streets is definitely important. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, I'm going to be talking a little bit about um, some Black-owned Etsy shops that you can get into. So some more, some more online shopping for you and give you a couple more Black entrepreneurs, visionaries shaking up the beauty game. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Y'all know the mantra. Brown melanin. From a continent full of ivory and gold. Not forgetting all the dimes of silver that they stole. Yeah, my words should offend you. Why should we roll, roll, roll a boat gently down the stream? Wanna try to dim a dream? We try to impact knowledge, trying to make a flight. They take that and get mad when we try to fight We don't care if you're black or if you're white If the shoe fits, lace them up and get the stepping right Would it be better if we close our eyes to the hatred Or the wolves in sheep clothing that pretend to be caring Or the Instagram saints, or the Facebook believers They'll come with sweet words and for us and relievers White lives matter, black lives matter, blue lives matter, all lives matter But the riot in like their lives don't matter So right now I'ma be selfish my life matters, so I ain't gonna act in a way that won't end me six feet Or say something that inspires hatred and us in deep It's time for us to think of ways to unify and solidify None of us are fit to cast a stone, so let's act right This little light of mine, yeah I'm a little shine This little light of ours, together we gonna shine the sun This little light of mine, yeah I'm a little shine This little light of mine, so together we say hallelujah So many times we find the truth fishing And when they trying to show us love We just say you miss me With all of that though The viewers is kids So the thing that's is play though Look them dead in the eye And tell them where you're here to play though They say follow your dreams But ain't no love for a dreamer though How you gonna achieve it goes When you stay in a coma bro When they trying to take your life And trying to leave you comatose When they trying to leave you ghost When they trying to leave you ghost There's fire on the mountain <laughs> And nobody seems to be on the run It's all burning down and everybody's just having fun 
lot of mine Yeah, I'ma let it shine This little light of ours Together we can shine the sun This little light of mine Yeah, I'ma let it shine This little light of mine So together we say hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, amen Hallelujah So together we say hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, amen Hallelujah, amen Hallelujah It's crazy Listening to Jacinth Headlam, and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu. All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Ofosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So, to end off Black History Month, I am going through some Etsy shops um, that you are guaranteed to love for just about everything. If anyone that is unfamiliar with Etsy, think of like a flea market, but Instead of just like the tchotchkes and the Chinese slippers, I know I just probably dated myself when I said that. You're getting people who hand make things. You're getting people who, um, you know, really do like homemade, who really are in their kitchen making soaps, lotions, body butters, jewelry. They are doing them by hand and they went and they started an Etsy shop and we love it. Um, so Etsy is fantastic. It really, really is. Um, so in honor of Black History Month, they have updated their homepage to feature popular Black-owned Etsy shops. Some of their favorite things on the site include spice blends inspired by Southern cuisine, carved pottery that embodies crafting techniques passed down from previous generations, artworks that depict the importance of familial bonds, and clothing that incorporates wax print fabric. See, like, I mean... Where do you get, where else are you going to get this stuff? And it's, and these are things that are not like, I'm not talking, you know, big ticket prices either. Like they're not break, they're not breaking the bank. You're just supporting a small business. Um, first up, we have G's Bend Quilters. There are currently nine women quilters selling their work on Etsy and more are coming. You'll notice the shots are uh, marked with the official G Bend's quilt logo on Etsy. For Kristen Petway, one of the younger quilters at 23, this is an exciting opportunity to sell her quilts beyond just the small groups of people who make the trip to G's Ben. She picked up quilting by watching her mom, her aunt, and her grandmother. Her inspiration tends to come from a color of fabric she likes, and she often uses old sheets or old clothes to fashion her quilts. To facilitate the partnership, um, G's Ben quilters have the resources they need to maintain and grow their own Etsy shop. Souls Grown Deep helped establish the G's Bend Resource Center offering the first free public internet access and laptop computers for the community. Nest support has also been crucial in getting the Etsy shops up and running. For instance, helping the women set up bank accounts to enable digital payment and offering personalized training on shipping logistics. Nest will remain active in the bend and uh, help with long-term strategy, including branding, 
product photography, sales, and marketing. So G's Ben is kind of like shops within a shop. So these are people who, um, you know, enjoy quilting, enjoy kind of the structure of it. And, you know, this is a store that kind of helps them get their, get their feet wet within entrepreneurship. Um, next up, Candace Letter. She carries macrame wall hangings. The artist uses natural cotton rope to create abstract designs that add texture to blank walls or unexpected furnishings like mirrors. Each piece is handmade and Lutter works closely with customers at every step to create something that's truly unique. That's one of the other things that I really, really like about Etsy. Like the, the, the shop owners are accessible. They message you. They make sure that you are loving every step of the product before they even send it to you. They're very responsive. Their customer service is typically top notch. I have only come across maybe one or two, you know, shop owners who didn't do what they were supposed to do. But I mean, that's just kind of the lay of the land, right? But I mean, you know, Etsy shop owners are top, top notch. Um, next up here, Blue Mint Studios. Industrial designer Blake Alexander plays with color and texture to create gallery-worthy home furnishings. His handcrafted squiggly coasters and candle holders are like many works of art. Um, and he has... His shop carries, um, you know, resin design. The squiggly stuff is like, it's like different fabrics. I don't even know how to, how to explain it. And I'm definitely a coaster snob myself. Um, as I just kind of moved into my own space, it was just like, okay, I don't want your ring of water on the table here. So there, there's just like things that you, also wouldn't even think about that they carry on Etsy for sure. You can, you can find just about anything. Next up, Lovely Earthlings. If you like to shop for gifts, Lovely Earthlings is a great place to find colorful print, note cards, and tote bags. Whether she depicts a plant mom or a dog lover, graphic designer Karina Daniel Paris uses female caricatures to celebrate diverse hair textures, shapes, and skin tones. Next up, Almy Woods. For heirloom-worthy jewelry, look no further than Almy Woods. The founder, Ashley Alexis McFarlane, says her designs are inspired by her African heritage and its diaspora. Her gold coin chains are bestsellers on Etsy, with each piece handcrafted from sustainable materials using the traditional lost wax casting technique. I don't even know what that means. I have no idea what that means, but these pieces are freaking beautiful. And you can tell the amount of um, love and just care that's put into each piece. Um, and I'm definitely going to go ahead and share this article because for each of the stores, it gives you two or three of their best-selling pieces that you can check out. Next up, we have secondhand shoddy. Vintage lovers rejoice from velvet jumpsuits to Denim Shackets, Carmen Jones Etsy Boutique is like a time capsule for 80s and 90s fashion that feels equally on trend today. Like I said, all of that stuff is resurfacing. It's all coming back. Um, and one of the things that I have seen a lot of are bloggers and influencers who whose niche is 
vintage, whose niche is thrifty, whose niche is just kind of like bringing back those things that we thought were gone and reimagining it to be um, kind of modern. So, you know, one of the things that I had mentioned at the top of the show was um, Generation Z over on the TikTok are... Do, do you notice that? Do you notice that um, typically when, like... Uh, an older generation, they're talking about something. They'll be like, yeah, get get on over on the Instagram. I'm like, it's not the. There's no the in front of it. I'm not sure why that's there. Um, so I just thought that the, I was being facetious. But um, Generation Z basically said that skinny jeans are out. <clears throat> and I just felt like over my dead body, ma'am. Because... I just don't, I don't know. But yeah, like mom jeans, distressed jeans, the boyfriend jeans, all of those things are definitely, um, those are like the top picks now. Like skinny jeans have definitely um, descended the list of things that we know and love. I still have a bunch of them and I'm still going to wear them. I'm not giving them up. But this Etsy shop is definitely for you if you are looking into, you know, fashions that are resurfacing. Next up, Moss Supply. Founded in 2012 by Raquel and Norman Clark, Moss Supply is another Black-owned Etsy shop worth keeping tabs if you love vintage. The Texas-based couple isn't fixated on a particular decade. Instead, they curate pieces based on what fits the current mood, like the vintage lace blouse below, which could totally work as a Zoom top. Okay, listen. Zoom attire, Zoom chic is is in. Okay. And if you don't know what zoom chic is, that means that you threw on your best half wig. You threw on your best scarf to cover up the edges. You might've put your hair into like a high bun to, you know, cover the fact that you might not have washed your hair in a couple days. Then what you did, you brush your teeth, you wipe the crusties out your eye. You threw on your best top, like a blouse that could never, right? And you might not have any pants on. That's it. That's Zoom Chic. So if you need to, you know, just kind of grab um, a top to figure that out, to get you through those two morning meetings, to satisfy your work quota for the day, you need to get into this Etsy shop and you got to get some Zoom Chic attire. I'm just saying. Next up, Made by Rayelle. Made by Rayelle's handcrafted pieces are a total wing among home uh, decor enthusiasts. You can find everything from painted throws to marbled coasters and crystal filled hands to add a bit of intrigue to your space. Um, and the last one I'll share is uh, the Crafty Swirl. Ilana Mays, the LA-based woodworker behind the Crafty Swirl, is known for her two-tone shells that allow you to create aesthetically pleasing vignettes of your favorite treasures. She took on woodworking a few years ago when she moved into her own space and had a small budget for decorating. She started staining, sanding, and repainting cheap furniture and hasn't looked back since. So um, this store is definitely going to help you for all of your smart storage needs. Um, so I'm definitely going to share that article. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you get into 
all of these fantastic shops. When we come back, I'll be sharing a couple more black beauty visionaries and entrepreneurs that you can get into as we wrap up Black History Month. But I just want to remind you that Black History Month is every day, okay? They gave us these little 28 days, but you are blackity black, all 365, and I want you to get into it. Make sure you support your small local uh, business. Make sure you support your mom and pop shop. Make sure that we decrease the amount of small businesses closing up shop because we can definitely um, do better at supporting one another. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. Get into some music. And we'll be right back. Key classic, key classic, key classic. Corner music. They told you that you couldn't do it cause you washed up. Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your sauce up. But I got this plan and you might not understand. I'ma go hard as I can. And I'm gonna be the boss of it. And just watch me do this, put no limits on the swag on it. Walk right up to the front where I belong and brag on it. Go to the top, I'ma give it all I got. Might take a lot, but we ain't gonna never stop. I to believe I'm something special, can't take that from me. So you can say what you want, I go hold a stronger, be who I'm supposed to be.
Your urban international station from around the way. WFNK all day. Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So for the last time, I'm definitely going to share the article this time. I know I've le- been leading you guys on to bring it back, but it has been worth the wait. Um, so for the past couple of weeks, this Black History Month, I have been sharing 21 black beauty visionaries, entrepreneurs, and people kind of shaking up the beauty game. Um, and I am doing my last installment and sharing the rest of the article so that you can get into these brands, get into these people, and hopefully feel motivated to continue on with your journey. Um, So first up here, I have Sharon Shooter, who I am so excited to talk about because um, she was the founder of the Pull Up or Shut Up campaign that I so fondly speak of, you know, every time one of our favorite brands does something a little bit off color. She is the founder of Yoma Beauty and Pull Up for Change. Um, she is a straight shooter and she has no qualms about telling it like it is. So it's no surprise that the founder of Yoma Beauty, an inclusive black-owned brand, was ready to not only take her own industry, but the rest of corporate America to task to combat systemic racism. In June 2020, Shooter launched Pull Up for Change and created the hashtag pull up or shut up campaign, asking companies to be publicly transparent about their employee demographics. She wanted to know if these companies that claimed to care about diversity were actually practicing what they preach and consumers were paying attention. But while this work is necessary, being a change maker doesn't come easy. I will never forget the pacing back and forth in my home right before I launched the initiative. I knew I was putting everything on the line, the future of my brand and me personally. So even though I was 1000% invested in the cause, I was mad. I needed to see change. I wanted more than just performative activism this time. So I was willing to risk it all. Many companies quickly opted to pull up and pull up for changes. Instagram currently has over 126,000 followers. While the issue of systemic racism has ways to go before it's solved, countless companies have been forced to initiate more inclusive hiring practices and find ways to foster black talent. And despite the fact that change is slow, Shooter is not one to give up. She says, I want to see black employment tick up at least two percentage points over the next two to three years. I think we can achieve if we come together. I want less brutality, more justice, less division, especially around human rights issues. I want to see a world where we are not debating on the value of people's lives. I love it. I really do. I love it. She was the one who created the hashtag. Um, and for anyone who is, you know, kind of not familiar with that sector, this was about um, really bringing all of our major brands to task. So when the social unrest started following the deaths of following the murders of Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Um, George Floyd, a lot of what you saw was like bandwagon stuff, right? Which is very typical of social media. So you saw the brands talking about, we, you know, 
we love the black community and we're here for you and we support you. Sis was like, okay, so show me that you support us. Do something more than just talk to me about it. How many black people do you have at your table? How many black people do you employ? And I want to see it. I don't want you to just tell me, yeah, we have a diverse, um, you know, census of employees. I want to see it. And a lot of your favorite brands, I hate to say, were not able to confidently come to the table. They weren't able to say uh, with confidence that they have a diverse census of employees, that they hire um, people of color, that these people are represented within their brands, that they care about them as much as they were posting for a couple of roles on Instagram. So, you know, this really kind of brought about change because one, it forced your favorite brands to think about how they could actually affect some change, what they could actually do to be a part of the number and make sure that we are seen where they claim they see us. So I thought that this was super important and she really just had no idea what it is she did because I think that it not only forced them to do that, but it also brought consumers to the realization that sometimes we are supporting brands who don't necessarily have as much stock in us as we have in them. Um, so next up, we have the co-founders of Brown Girl Jane, Ty Beauchamp, Malika, and Nia Jones. The trio behind Brown Girl Jane want to see black women thrive. And in order to really soar, every woman needs community support and the tools to get more rest, find balance, boost mood with home fragrance, and radiate healthy skin. Brown Girl Jane's products, which include broad-spectrum CBD tinctures and skincare oils plus scented candles, were born out of Malika's own experience with CBD and her hope to flip the plant's negative reputation in the Black community. After experiencing health challenges post-giving birth to my youngest daughter, I sought healthier alternatives to pharmaceuticals to ease pain associated with spine injury and was amazed by the power of the plant. I began to evangelize the healing and restorative power of the plant to my sisters and friends. CBD is highly stigmatized in the black and brown communities and for good reason considering the over-criminalization of cannabis and marijuana in communities of color. Beyond actual products, Brown Girl Jane hopes to create a space for black women in the wellness industry. Black women have long been excluded from wellness conversations and the wellness industry as a whole. We realize that education about our hero ingredient CBD is essential, but we also seek to normalize conversations about mental health and the tools you need to feel equipped. This is why we created You Good Sis, our weekly IG show, and the hashtag Brown Girl Swap, which has become a movement to support black women entrepreneurs in beauty super important and last but not least i'm going to talk about vernon francois celebrity hairstylist and founder of vernon's francois collection vernon has created jaw-dropping red carpet hairstyles for lupita nyango serena williams and amanda sternberg that have revolutionized the way naturally coily 
curly, and kinky hair is seen in Hollywood. Being able to present my work with big, curly, and kinky hair at red carpet events like the Oscars is rewarding. It never gets old, and every time is like the first. And when my work gets people all over the world talking, like how Lupita's hairstyle did at the Met Gala in 2016, that is unforgettable. Francois is inspired by the beautiful messages he gets from people that watch his educational videos on social media using products from his namesake hair care line. For years, people with curly and afro hair were not being shown the love that they deserve by brands and beauty in the UK, and it was obvious to me that answering this need myself was my calling. This wasn't just my opinion. My clients told me over and over again how frustrated they were by not being able to find what they need in high street salons and stores. They would have to go out of town to get products that they weren't 100% happy with, usually very thick, heavy, greasy formulas. With many years of experience and research, I was perfectly placed to address this. Okay, um, so I'm definitely going to go ahead and post this article. You have the founders of the Crown Act, like you have, you know, you have really, really important people within this article that just kind of remind you that the work that you're doing is important. They might scroll past it. They might not like it, um, but somebody sees you. And the work that you are doing in your space is absolutely important. So I, you know, use this article for the past three weeks just to encourage you to continue to do what you do best um, in efforts to continue to affect change. Um, when we come back, I'm going to be talking about um, some DIY winter beauty trends that are going to help you get your life as we kind of move in the thick of these winter streets. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. been walking with my face turned to the sun weight on my shoulders a bullet in my gun oh I got eyes in the back of my head just in case I had I do what I can when I can while I can for my people While the clouds roll back and the stars fill the night That's when I'm gonna stand up, take my
salvation And I'll fight with the strength that I got until I die So I'm gonna stand up, take my people And you're listening to WFNK all day.
right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So these quick, easy, and cheap DIY beauty tips will help get you all the way together. So apparently the first day of spring this year is March 20th. Um, if you're someone who does not like the cold weather, this is good news. In the meantime, there are still a couple weeks ahead of us. Um, so cold temperature, bitter winds, and uh, messy, wet weather. And I said this, I think that for the first time in maybe, I'm going to go ahead and say three or four years, we've had an actual winter. We have not had an actual winter in a minute. Hello, global warming. Like, it's been rainy for the most part. It's been unseasonably warm. And I think we've gotten spoiled. So a lot of us weren't necessarily prepared for the bitterness that this winter has offered, which is completely on trend for COVID and the pandemic. I mean, honestly. So, you know, I think that we had definitely gotten spoiled and we weren't ready as far as our skin was concerned, as far as our hair was concerned. For some of us, is for how our wardrobe was concerned, because it's like, again, where am I going? Um, so I just want to give you a couple of beauty tips to kind of help you weather these next couple weeks as we get ready for spring. So first up, make a water-based moisturizer. Um, if you want to lock in as much moisture as possible, a water-based moisturizer is the thing for you. Um, it's uh, going to help keep your skin moisturized longer, and it's also going to help to replenish nutrients without clogging up pores, which typically lead to breakouts. There are water-based moisturizers that you can buy at your local department. However, if you want to make your own, um, it is super easy. I'm going to go ahead and post um, kind of like a like a, a recipe, if you will. Um, but it's very easy to to do that. Um, it really is it's probably a lot of the stuff that you have at home. Um, typically just using your own, fit, you know, your favorite oils and things like that, um, you know, mixed with lighter ingredients that are not going to clog your pores, which can absolutely happen. Um, number two, add sugar to your shampoo and to your conditioner. Mm -hmm. um, something that helps you know, combat a dry scalp is putting sugar in your shampoo. The granules of the sugar help to exfoliate the scalp. Plus, if you use brown sugar, it can help to pull more moisture from the air into your hair and scalp. Um, it has something in it called humectants. Um, one of those are like honey. If you add that to your conditioner, it can help to make your hair extra soft. And the hydroxy acids in it can also gently exfoliate your scalp. And the properties in honey can help to soothe your hair follicles and smooth out your hair cuticles. Okay? Just here to help. Number three, use dryer sheets on your hair. I know, I know that this, a lot of this stuff sounds odd, but I have actually tried it. My husband currently uses honey in his beard. Um, between the low humidity that winter weather can sometimes bring, along with all of the hats that many of us wear during this time of the year, it's not uncommon for our hair to be more staticky than usual, which can sometimes result in flyaways, especially if your hair is relaxed. Something that can nip this in the bud is rubbing dryer sheets on your locks. 
They work because they are able to neutralize the charge in your hair. As a bonus, whatever scent you you use will transfer onto your hair. Um, and this one, I would say not necessarily for us natural girls, but it definitely is helpful to make sure that everything kind of stays in its place. One of the other things that I think is definitely helpful for um, hair, I like to use like those satin line hats. I actually sleep in one because my bonnet and my scarf betray me regularly. Like I'll have it all wrapped up. My hair is all wrapped up. It's ready. It's it's there. It's good. And then I wake up and it's on the floor somewhere and it's like how did how did you get there? So I actually wear like a satin mind um hat um number four switch up water temperatures so this is something that's super important um you know we we often find like okay it's winter i gotta turn the heat up to scalding but that actually dries your skin out so badly um so while it's pretty much a given that you should consume more water during the winter in order to stay hydrated from the inside out um the temperature that you drink is also important the reality is that colder liquids will actually absorb much quicker into your system than ones that are hot or even room temperature that's why if you want to be hydrated for a longer period of time it's better to go with room temperature water, especially if you're someone who spends a lot of time outdoors. This is also the same for, um, for showering as well. So using super hot or super cold, your body kind of takes in those temperatures and you find that your skin is either super taut, it's dry, it's flaky. So kind of going um, halfway at the nozzle is definitely a lot better for your skin, especially when you're washing your hair. Um, and the last one I'll share here is bathe in herbal tea bags. Tea baths can do everything from detox your skin and balance out your skin's tone to reduce inflammation and soothe psoriasis and eczema-related symptoms. During the winter season, another benefit to soaking in herbal tea is it helps to promote the re rejuvenation of your skin's cells. As a result, no matter how much the cold weather may try and wreak pure havoc on your skin, the herbs from the tea can help to create your skin soft protected and undamaged from the harsh weather and the UV rays from the sun. All you need to do is put about five tea bags into a large pot of water, bring everything to a boil, and then let it steep for about 20 minutes before allowing it to cool. Then pour the tea into your bath water and soak for another 20 minutes. If you do this twice a week, you'll notice a real difference in your skin within a couple of weeks. Now, again, I've always been very transparent about this. I'm not a bath kind of person. So if you do this, one of the things that you could do is use a basin, use a bucket, um, kind of mix that with, um, you know, your washcloth, your rag or what have you, and just, you know, kind of douse that over your body as well. So I'm going to go ahead and share this article. There's a lot of really, really interesting things in here that, you know, you wouldn't typically think of. A lot of the remedies are literally right in your pantry, right in your home. Um, but these are just things to kind of brave the next couple of weeks. Your skin will thank you and you can absolutely do it. Um, next up, I'm going to be talking about Miss Vanessa Williams, who shared a little bit of her uh, journey 
as she won the um, Miss America pageant decades ago. Um, but, you know, she really spoke about how um, the hurtful comments were led unfortunately, by those in the Black community. So she spoke about that and just how she was able to overcome. So I definitely wanted to have this conversation um, because we can definitely be our own worst enemy sometimes. And I think that um, it's time that we start to be a little bit nicer to one another. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Brown skin, girl. Your skin, just like pearls. Best thing in the world. No charge for anybody else in brown skin, girl. Your skin, just like pearls. The best thing in the world. She never charge for anybody else singing. She says she really grew up poor like me. Don't believe in nothing but the Almighty. Just a little jeans and a pure whitey. She never dreamed forever be nobody wifey. Yeah. She wanna make a pretty budget artist of me. Play you like a villain cause she caught in a way Tonight I am walking away Line to buy mine on a grind yeah, yeah. Tonight I might fall in love Depending on how you owe me I'm glad that I'm calming down Can't let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fights it by falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me, brown skin girl, your skin just like pearls, your back against the world, I never tried you for anybody else, a brown skin girl, your skin just like pearls, the best thing in all the world. Never trade you for anybody else. Pose like a trophy when Naomi's walking. She need an Oscar for that pretty dark skin. Pretty like Lupita when the camera's closing. Trip broke the levy when my kill is rolling. I think tonight she might break her brain. Melanin too dark to throw her shade. She minds her business and winds her ways. Go like 24K. Okay. Tonight I might fall in love. Depending on how you hold me. I'm glad that I'm calming down Can't let no one come control me Keep dancing and call it love She fighting by falling slowly If ever you are in doubt Remember what mama told me Brown skin girl Your skin just like pearls You're backed against the world I never tried you for anybody else A brown skin girl Skin just like pearls, the best thing about the world. I never trade you for anybody else. Oh, have you looked in the mirror lately? Wish you could trade eyes with me. Cause there's complexities in complexion, but your skin is glow like diamonds. Dig me like the earth, you be giving birth to everything alive, baby. Know your worth. I love everything about you from your nappy curls. To every single curve, your body natural Same skin that was broken, me the same skin taking over Most things are the focus view But when you're in the room, they notice you Cause you're beautiful Yeah, you're beautiful Them and them gon' fall in love With you and all of your glory It tells your story Keep dancing, they can't control you 
I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So before I start into this next one, um, one of the things that I wanted to say is that I think that um, for African-Americans, for people of color, we have had a very long history of um, conditioning that a lot of generations have not successfully been released from that. A lot of generations have not been uh, delivered from this manifests in our behaviors in pretty much all settings. This manifests in our businesses that we don't start in, you know, entrepreneurship in getting a job in going to school and how we treat each other and how we behave on social media. And it's, it's um, definitely something that is disheartening. And I think that once we realize that these are conditioned behaviors, that these are things that our great grandmother were, were taught, that they didn't know any better and passed down to us. If we're able to release ourselves from some of these shackles and, and attempt to do that day by day, I think that we are going to do miraculous things. And it may not happen this generation. It may not happen the next. Um, but I think that there is work that needs to be done consistently so that we can be better. Um, so Vanessa Williams made history when she was crowned the first Black Miss America, but the experience led to harsh criticism from inside and outside of the Black community. The actress, singer, and producer shared her experiences during an appearance on A&E's The Table is Ours podcast. I was not seen as a 20-year-old who was a junior in college. I was seen as a symbol, but also seen as a black woman and also seen as someone who was supposed to represent the American beauty. And there are a lot of folks that did not believe that having brown skin and being a black woman represented the Miss America ideal. Williams faced potential danger from those who believe she deserved to die for threatening white supremacy. I had death threats. I had sharpshooters when I did my homecoming parade. There were sharpshooters on top of roofs of my hometown just because of the threat. The threats that were, you know, against me because of who I was. She was also met with negative feedback from those who thought her light skin and light eyes weren't black enough to truly make a difference. The people that are crazy and want to kill you and your family, that's one thing, but it was like my own people. 
Not only was I getting attacked from white people saying I don't represent them, but some black people were saying they only picked her because she's light. They only picked her because she has light eyes and kind of dismissed my talent, my intellect, and my achievement. So that was probably more hurtful. It was tough to take that criticism. Later in the conversation, William is asked what self-life love looks like for her and how she maintains the confidence and poise she's been known for since being crowned Miss America 1984. I think you have to ignore a lot, especially social media. 1984. Doesn't seem like that long ago, but I mean, we are talking literally decades ago and, um... The part that was very sad for me was, you know, when she was talking about, you know, the criticism from the black community. We have gotten into this very, very, very unhealthy head-to-head as darker-skinned black people, as brown-skinned black people, as light-skinned black people. And again, I'm not here to lecture. I'm not here to, to be... These are conditioned behaviors. These are conditioned characteristics. Somebody told our great, great, great grandmother that one of them deserved to be inside and have less responsibility in backbreaking tasks because their skin was lighter and the other one did not deserve as much. So we went on then to be against one another when both of us were shackled down, when both of us were enslaved, when both of us were continue to be in bondage. But one of us just felt like our experience was better than the other. And we continue to be, we we continue to reinforce these things. There was like this big to do. Her name is uh Danny Lay. I don't honestly I feel like I'm getting old, y'all. I don't I don't know who half of these people are. But she was dating the baby for like two minutes in you know, Instagram world. And she made this song. It was like this light skin anthem, and people were very up in arms. Um, and I think a lot of the motivation behind what she was doing was just this kind of, uh, pissing contest between his baby mother, who is darker skinned and herself. Um, so I think it had a little bit less to do with the color and more to do with an insecurity. Um, but she made this whole spectacle about being light-skinned, and this was supposed to be an anthem for light-skinned women. Number one, I think that there was a lot of question about whether or not she was even African-American to be having this conversation. But number two, again, it just kind of reinforced this conversation that no nobody asked for. Like, it, it, it's just kind of like, yeah. Like, even I think one of the lyrics was, um, he he wants a light skin. Like, he likes light skin and 
it's just such an unhealthy thing that we continue to do. And I think if we put ourselves in a space to understand that we are all fearfully and wonderfully made, that we are all beautiful and crafted just the way he planned, um, a lot of these very, very silly conversations can stop. And I definitely agree with one of the things she was saying. Stay off of social media. Um, so when we come back, I'm going to be ending the show off in um, this really nice moving mountains. I'll be talking about Miss Lupita Nyong'o, whose book, uh, Sulway, is going to be turned into a film. So I'll tell you about that, where you can find the book to read and where you can uh, continue to follow information to find out more about that film. So make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. When we come back, we'll be ending ending off the show on a positive note here at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a drill. It's the B.O.B. Bounce. And it's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. It's about to get real. It's about to get real. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. I, I don't know it. What you about to learn? All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. All my best people. Report to the dance floor. Step, 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 step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Shout everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Shout everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right. Uh huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left. Uh huh. Clap, clap. It's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Shout everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Shout everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right. Uh huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left. Uh huh. Clap, clap. It's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up, back stand, still matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up, back stand, still matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back. Look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. You wanna see 
Hey guys, this is Jazzy, and you're tuned in to WFNK Radio. Next is Sunday Night Mix Show, then Sunday Soul Food, and don't forget Late Night Journey. Just keep your head up. With a smile, glad my mama is proud. The rhythm of the beat is complimenting my style. I hope you're moving with me. Let's kick the mood of the beats. I kick a super funky flow to get you moving your feet. It's all up, baby. Keep your head up. Nobody said it will be easy. Life is messed up. Embrace the opportunity to focus on a newer dream. Seek a higher power. This is bigger than just you and me. So whenever you're down, you can turn this up. Sipping with your friends, pour a little in your cup. Wake up, feel a breeze. Just be happy you can breathe. For my people in the streets that be struggling to eat, keep pushing. They can't rain forever. And even if it did, you can't change the weather. You gotta put your umbrella up. The streets looking. They try to keep you down, but you gotta keep pushing. Your head up.
All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. Sulwe, Lupita Nyong'o's best-selling debut children's book, will become an animated musical film. Lupita actually wrote of the news on Twitter and said thank you to the readers of all ages who have joined Sulwe on her starry ride. I'm so excited for this next adventure on Netflix. The book was released in 2019 and followed a young black girl named Sulway, who embarks on a journey and learns that she is beautiful on the outside and the inside. Illustrations were handled by Vashti Harrison, who also worked on Matthew Cherry's Hair Love. In the late 2020, Nyango read Sulway as part of Bookmarks, Marley Diaz's Netflix series that features celebrity reading books about the Black experience. Nyango will serve as the film's producer. The story of Sulway is one that is very close to my heart. Sulway is a mirror for dark-skinned children to see themselves, a window for those who may not be familiar with colorism, to have understanding and empathy, and an invitation for all who feel different and unseen to recognize their innate beauty and value. I am thrilled that the book is being adapted into an animated musical that we hope inspires children all around the world to celebrate their uniqueness. In the release, she also spoke on her own experiences with colorism. Growing up, I was uncomfortable in my dark skin. I rarely saw anybody who looked like me in the aspirational pages of books and magazines or even on TV. When she was honored at Essence 2014 Black Woman in Hollywood event, she shared a passionate speech about Black beauty, which instantly went viral. So she continues to be a face uh, for this very trying conversation about colorism, you know, where we can just kind of see both sides of that. If you were here with me, I was just talking about uh, Vanessa Williams, who experienced that, you know, kind of um, on the other side of that spectrum. And I think, again, you know, if we are able to really embrace how fantastic and fabulous we are in our differences and not feel like we need to continuously compare ourselves by look, by dollar status, by socioeconomic status, by how many clothes we have, by our weight. Um, I think we are just going to be so much bigger and better when we stop comparing ourselves to other people. He fashioned you exactly the way you were supposed to be. And that is it. And that is all. So I pray that you guys have enjoyed Faith and Fashion 360 tonight. Thank you for joining me here week after week. Our Sunday night lineup continues. So make sure you keep it locked here at WFNK Radio. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. And make sure you come back next week, same time and same place. As always, happy Sunday and good night.
Cast away oppression. Yeah. Open the streets and watch our beliefs. And when they carve my name inside the concrete, I pray it forever. Freedom, freedom, I can't move. Freedom, cut me loose. Freedom, freedom, where are you? Cause I need freedom too. I break chains up on myself. Won't let my freedom ride in hell. Hey, I'ma keep on running cause the winner don't quit on themselves.
Shine, I paint nobody no mind Cause when I was down and out, you came through And when I had nobody else, I had you So know that when I ball, you fall too Know that when I fly, you fly too And know that when we swag, we swag out Haters hitting the can till they pass out Look, this square peg that's trying to fit around hope Trying to turn gas rooms into home sweet home With my best against the wall, I had no one Father, you held me and called me your own Thank you to you, this is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through, all of the things I've been through See this is my thank you to you, this is my thank you to you See all of the things I've been through, hey. This is my thank you, my Because of your love 